Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, Alright, let's have let's some have fun. Some like fun. A hot minute, dude. I can't even... I, last time we did this was so long ago. Yo, what's up? What's going on, guys? Happy to have you all here. Welcome back to the stream. Rule of Two is in full blast. Uh, what up, what up, what up? We didn't see you guys last week because of current events. We wanted to pay respects uh, as much as we can online and, and you know, um, be with everyone that uh, is supporting the cause for greater good right now. So I hope you're all doing well. Hope everyone's having fun. We're going to continue with the video that we left off on, which was we were starting on um, Colin Trevorrow's Duel of the Fates Episode 9 script. Uh, Mark's a huge fan of this one. He's read it through, and we're going to pick up pretty much where we left off. Mark, what's going on, buddy? What's up, what's dude? Up, dude? What's, what's up, up dude? dude? I, um, I, um, I, wanted, I wanted to, to, to maybe, maybe chat, chat about, about a few, a few things, things before we get before cooking. We get cooking. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. You know? You know? Um, we have um, an announcement for you guys. Yeah. yeah uh, sort, uh, of. sort of. Sort of. We have an, we intention, have an intention for you guys. For you guys. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it's fair to say. Yeah, so um, Theory and I have been uh, spending a lot of time talking about what other kind of cool Star Wars stuff can we sink our, you know, teeth into and and bring you guys the community. Um, and we've been thinking about something pretty crazy, um, and that's we've been thinking about making a Star Wars video game. <laughs> I know that that's. I know yeah. that sounds a little bit crazy. Uh, God, I'm echoing. Could you see? Could could you? You're chat? not. You're not. No, I've no. The chat's just 30 seconds in delay. Oh, okay. You fixed it. Oh yeah. Gotcha. Um, so we are thinking about doing a video game. We had a lot of positive response when we played uh, Vertex the other day, which is the Jedi Knight 2 uh, remake in Unreal 4. And it's not really a remake of Jedi Knight 2, but it's the Jedi Knight 2 gameplay mechanics remade yeah they're doing their own thing and they want to do their own uh different stories on the characters and this and that but anyways i played that on my gaming channel and mark played it on his gaming channel we were you know in a versus battle and a team battle and uh it was really fun so we've spoken to the devs there and we're, we're thinking of you know creating something for the fans that would be totally free it would be like uh the vader fan film it would just be a fan project and uh it would be me and mark collabing on something so mark you want to Tell them the idea. So, <laughs> so one idea that we've been thinking about, and you know, theory and I got to write the story and we got to really dig into it. But we're thinking about doing something based around Darth Plagueis. Um, we're thinking about calling the game Darth Plagueis: colon, A Sith Legend, and you yeah. basically play as one of the seven apprentices uh, that Darth Plagueis had uh, before he chose uh, Palpatine. Um, and all the backstory that happens there. Uh, we've also considered playing as Darth Plagueis himself, um, while you're while you're there uh, under the apprenticeship of Darth, um, what's his name? Uh, um, uh, Trav Tenebris. Tenebris. Darth Tenebris. Um, and that's a really interesting story of how Darth Tenebris almost engineered Plagueis um, as a vessel for him to one day overtake. Um, so, in any case, um, we might stream this game again. I encourage all of you guys to go download it, playvertex.com. Let us know if you like it. Um, last time we played the game, we had like 20, 30 people in there with us dueling. And uh, if yeah. you were there with us, you had a blast. I mean, we had a really, really good time. So, anyway, if you guys like the thought of... Theory and I making our own Star Wars video game for free for the fans um, that just celebrates the brand and celebrates the gameplay that we all love from Jedi Knight 2. You know, you know, let us know. You know, let us hear and it. And celebrates the fandom because, you know, we just want to make cool stuff at the end of the day. And uh, there wouldn't be any DLC stuff. There wouldn't be any. You can't make money from it, right? So it would be the same rules as the fan film. Um, and we'd just be creating it for fun. So 
that's something we, we definitely have been thinking about over the last week now. So um, a lot of projects on the horizon. So this is merely the beginning, my friends. Cool. Um, pandemic has killed the channel. <laughs> 742 concurrent viewers. Jeez, what the hell is this? It used to be like 3,000, dude. It's over. Mark, should we just quit the show? No, nah, we'll get him back. We'll get him back. It's over, dude. All right. So what what do you want to start on? Are we starting on the script? Look, uh, we thought last, last rule of two that we did, um, we read the script. I had a ton of fun doing it. Um, we figured yeah. that we'd do the second part of the script today get through it um what we can get through in an hour and then spend the yeah. end of the show if you want reading the super chats and stuff like that um yeah. but yeah i'm down to keep reading it what do you think i'm down yeah let's read the four or five super chats we have darth zenith says the tragedy tragedy of darth plague is the wise adam says any chance for extended cuts of the prequels you'd have to ask lucasfilm man I'm I hope we get that. Optimus says, hello from Florida. May the force be with you guys. May the force be with you too, man. May the force be with you, man. I'm a Florida boy myself, man. Jay Cohn with 20 bucks. Thank you. Says, hell yeah. And Charlie, yes, I know we would love it. I know you guys would. We'd make some cool stuff together. Okay. People are working again. Oh, yeah. I guess maybe that's why no one's watching. Oh, well. <laughs> Say goodbye. Say goodbye to the views. <laughs> we'll get him back. We'll get him back. All right. Um... Starting on page 45 here, basically where we left off last time was Kylo Ren was going to see Tor Valum. And uh, his tracking beacon flashes a single red dot, life form detected. Okay, so Remnicor Fortress, Courtyard, Night. The door opens towards us, revealing Kylo, hand extended. He enters a circular chamber stacked with broken spacecraft parts, ancient military technology, and piles of silver ore. A glowing white fire crackles in a stone pit. A voice whispers as he draws closer to the flame. Tor Valum. So, you're Tor. Am, am you're I... Tor. I'm Kylo. Remember, yeah. All right. Reveal yourself. I seek to Sith Master Tor Valum. Kylo's lightsaber ignites a reflex reaction. I, I am no master. But I said I seek the Sith Master Torvalum. You go, I am no, yeah, yeah, just pick it up there. It's just a redo. Yeah, I am no master. <laughs> the mountain of junk moves from it as if disguised within comes Torvalum, 7,000 years old. <laughs> Forget Yoda, dude. An alien of unknown origin, spindly and tense, sinew and muscle pulled tight. So he's very lean. But I was once called Torvalum. You train Darth Plagueis? That name means nothing to me. Kylo's lightsaber flashes in anger, settling inches from Tor Valum's taut, leathery skin. Does your life? Tor Valum regards Kylo, smiles with sharp teeth. You threaten me with death. How amusing. You are weak. I feel nothing. You feel what I allow you to feel, child. The creature extends a long finger, pointing to Kylo's mask. Reveal yourself. Kylo removes his mask. His face is veined, corrupted worse than remember. Worse than we remember, Tor Valum appears oddly entertained. Hmm. You wish to obtain the power of those who came before. Take your place among the gods of Mortis. I do. The ru to rule the galaxy without armies, without starships. Yes. Yet you fear the frailty of your vessel. You need this power. Kylo's jaw tenses. He nods. Kneel before me. Miraculously, Kylo kneels. Hmm. You call yourself a Sith, but the Sith are unrepentant, remorseless. You're haunted by the past, your very existence. I have no regrets. You lie. Until you serve yourself from the past, your fate will be the same as theirs. Torvala mentions to the motions to the battlefield in the valley below. Empty Jedi Knight armor. What? Vacant Sith Marauder armor beside it. Withered husks of animals and men. The living force is nourishment. The more one consumes, the stronger one becomes. To take life is to cheat death. The creature lifts his body 
with his arms and walks on them. So what is he like, Sabalba? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's interesting. Yeah. Kylo's eyes. Kylo, Kylo eyes his strange new master. Teach me. Cut to Bonadin sunset. The Falcon descends into a valley of cylindrical mountains rising over water spotted with junk boats. This planet exists in permanent sunset, lit by its bustling night markets. The Falcon lands on a multi-level docking array. It feels like a tower of lily pads, a visiting ship on each. It's a cool visual. Poe argues with two stumpy langols, Oak and Sokko, at the base of the Millennium Falcon's ramp. Right, because I'm Poe, you're Ray, right? Yeah, right? I was Poe, you were Ray? You were Finn and Rose. Oh, oh, you're Poe, you're Poe, you're Poe. Right, right. I was Finn I, and Rose. You're right, you're right, you're right. I was Finn and Rose. You're right. I know it's a Corellian light freighter, but you're going to say it's a Pratt or a cruiser in the registry. That's why I winked when I gave you the money. Understand what's happening here? Oak and Sokko chatter in their alien language, voices rising. Okay, which one of you is in charge because you're both the size of children from where I come from? Ray exits the Falcon. Poe stops her. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's stealing my lines here. Sorry, dude. Sorry. Go whoa, on. whoa, whoa. You can't go out like that. You look like a Jedi. What's that supposed to mean? Just tone it down a little. Chewie, will you straighten these guys out? Chewbacca takes over negotiations with the Langles. The landing pads rotate and descend, lowering the Falcon's platform to water level. An elegant and fluid system. Poe leads Ray towards a toothless merchant selling jewelry and sari-like robes. How much for this one? Ray takes out her credits. The merchant shakes her head, closes Ray's hand around the money. Thank you. Chewbacca has one of the langles lifted off the ground, using him as a bargaining chip against the other one. Ah, Chewie! Negotiate! Persuade! Quietly. Chewbacca shakes his head and whines. I am. Well, Chewbacca talks. Ray and Poe step off a junk boat ferry into a sensory overload of lights, smells, and tastes. Aliens and humans haggle over prices of artisan crafts and live animals. Packs of teenagers eat bizarre street food from market stalls. Kids laugh at buskers and street performers. A freak show hawker beckons them to Curtin Booth. I'll do hawker. Come right. witness the frothing eye of loyal Khan. They walk among the oddities and wonders, uncover Ray's colorful sari, gives her exotic elegance we've never seen. She uncomfortably adjusts her incognito-hooded pullover. I like it. You look like a local. You've been here before? With my grandfather. I used to sail right out there. You've never seen so many lights. He eyes her. What do you remember? Ray digs for memory before her abandonment. My father and I would build my father and I would build starships out of wood. They could fit in your hand. Interesting. So she remembers her father? Yeah, interesting. Huh. I wonder if her father here is Palpatine's uh... Well, I mean she remembers her father. It's not, by the way. <laughs> Obviously. Um but mm -hmm. um she remembers her fa her family in The Force Awakens too. That they're going to come back for her. Right. Right. Anything else? I remember love. That's why I waited for so long. Doubt creeps in. But I must have imagined it. They were no one. Poe looks at her in the setting sunlight, wishing he could change the past for her, but unable. No one is no one. Ray takes that in. Then she spots a trio of merc troopers scanning the crowd ahead. Mech troopers. Poe follows her eyes, puts his hand on his blaster. No, says Ray. She pulls Poe into a market stall, eyeing them through hanging cloth. An old female, Utai Peddler, barks at them to taste the spicy clawfish soup she's selling. Kassan! Nip, nip! No, not hungry. She holds out the steaming ladle to Poe, encouraging. Dippy Kassan! <laughs> One of the mech, one of the mech troopers looks in their direction. Okay, here, just shh. Poe drinks from the soup ladle. Ray, hmm, see, hmm. His face turns red. He coughs from the intense heat. 
the Utai and her friends laugh. Anotodi? No, it's it's good. He coughs harder, getting worse. The mech trooper moves in their direction, hearing the violent coughing. Ray grabs Poe by the shirt and pulls him into a kiss, hiding his face behind her oh headscarf. The mech trooper sees the two lovers from afar while Utai women applaud in the background. He moves on. Ray grabs Poe by the shirt and pulls him in to a kiss? Yeah. Interesting. So Ray and Poe. Ray, yeah, Ray kisses Poe to sort of hide, you know. So Ray and Poe pull apart. He takes a moment to recover. He's never kissed a Jedi. Ray, did it work? Poe, I mean, I think so. Ray looks past him at the mech troopers walking away. Oh, so that wasn't Ray lying. No. They eye each other, wishing the Force could stop time. Ray, we should... Uh, yeah, right, right. A circular room draped with colorful silks, devoted followers spit around, sit around the edges, smoking all manner of pipes and vaporizer devices. An electrotherapist, an electro harpist, plays ethereal music. Nomi, a tiny alien child who appears no older than five, sits on a pillow at the center of a floor made of marbles. She consults quietly with an alien couple on the brink of divorce. They cry, touching foreheads. Ray and Poe enter through hanging beads. Poe says, easy... Dude, this is... Should we keep going? Why? It's just... Too much love? Uh, yeah, there's just too much too much dialogue. Of, I just don't care. Well, dude, this is... Look, in this... I like the script a lot. And this is my only beef with the script is the love relationship between Ray and Poe. And It literally goes on for like another 15, 20 pages. No. No, 15 pages or so. What, this love thing? No, it can't happen. It can't be that way. Yeah, it goes on to page 58. That's when we get back to Kylo. I'm just going to jump to Kylo. I don't want to read another 10 pages of this stuff. Oh, dude, we have to read the whole script, man, or else we shouldn't read it. Is it that... Okay. <laughs> Is Ray Poe really turning you off that much? No, it's not turning me off. It's just like... I don't like I don't the Ray Poe stuff either. I'll be honest with you. It's my one critique of the script, is that yeah, I don't know. Ray and Ray and Poe is a love thing. It's like, it wasn't really, you know. It's fine. I just if I just it would be cool if it was like a movie or something. I just reading it is boring. I well, we can split some of the. All right, all right, all right. Now let's just okay. I'll yeah, you, you be you be Poe. You all right, be fine, po then. fine, fine. I be Poe. You be Ray. I like that. Ray Poe. Uh, all right. <laughs> Ray opens her eyes. Wait, what the hell happened here? All right, so then you take Nomi also. All right. Nomi is mm. like uh, uh, Poe's friend who's force sensitive. Remember, which is the reason that they're in this planet, because she knows how to get to where it is that Ray needs to go. Are you with me? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All okay. Right, all right. Uh, I don't remember where I was. All right, Ray and Poe enter through the hanging beads, right? Easy on the details. She doesn't have to know who or why, just what. Nomi senses. Nomi senses Ray and smiles past the couple in front of her. A Jedi, the last. All eyes turn to Poe and Ray. Or this. We can do it this way. I thought you wanted me to do Nomi Poe. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's all right, it's all right. Habit. Or this, we can do it this way. Nomi nods to the couple before her, touching their chests. Nomi, go to Ray. Come, sit, the Jedi and the man. Conspiratorial asides in the gallery. Ray and Poe walk barefoot over the marbles, fitted into the stone floor. Nomi, you seek a place, Ray. A planet. Mortis is the place. Yes, I saw it in the mouth on the Jedi stops and the mind makes the picture. The Force fills the Jedi and reveals the destination. Poe nods encouragingly. Ray closes her eyes and breathes. The tiny marbles in the floor rise into the air, taking the three-dimensional shape of the galaxy all around them. That's cool. The destination is very old. The first to know the Force, the first where the good was done, and the evil too. Ray opens her eyes, surrounded by floating marbles. Ray. Which one? Nomi. The destination lies within. Look, we're in a hurry. The man will not speak. 
Oh, whoa, okay. I won't speak. I won't speak. The marbles swirl above the marbles swirl above Ray, a galaxy around her. The eyes close. Only the Jedi knows the path. Nomi's voice grows distant as Ray falls deep into meditation. Flash to Mortis. Damn. Snow on the peak, autumn leaves in the valley below. There Nomi says it's just her voice now. There the two will meet, drawn together by the Force. The temple, two thrones in the rock, a wall of light, pulsing from deep within the mountain below. The dark side and the light, a cloaked figure standing before Rey, his mask unmistakable. There she will make the sacrifice. The flash of a red lightsaber, jarring violent as Kylo Ren strikes Rey down. Rey snaps out of her vision. Wait, what? A flat black oval stone at the center of the marble array falls from orbit into Nomi's palm. What do you mean, sacrifice? She hands it to the rabbit-sized, whoa, astro-scrivener. Interesting word. Geb, seated at a tiny easel. He paints a star map of the chosen location. The Jedi must go alone. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. Geb, the astro jeez, dude, tears the drawn planetary map off his easel, limps to Ray and hands it over. Thank you. We're not leaving. What does she see? What did you see? The Jedi will make the journey. The journey will answer the question. What question? Can we all just take a deep breath and talk about this? Ray stops at the door. Is there another path? Nomi looks at Ray with wide, unreadable eyes. There is always another path. She switched from like English to to American <laughs> all the time. Like each line, I, mean, I can't can't get it right. Coruscant night. Rose's phantom hawk descends through the skyscraper canyons. The city plunges underground below them, dense and alive like roots of a tree. Finn and Rose observe through the cockpit tunnel. All right. So here, why don't why don't you do? I'll do Finn. You do Rose, or or you do Finn. I do Rose. You do Rose. Give me a guy this time. All right. Fine. Fine. All right. So many people living underground. Rich folks don't spend much. Shit. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta. Get... <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I gotta get my rose on. Rich folks don't spend much time thinking about what they're standing on. Finn eyes at the darkened Jedi temple in the distance. That's it. Drop R two and three PO at street level. I'm afraid all my knowledge of Coruscant is limited to the upper levels. R2-D2 beeps. Elitist? Where do you even learn these words? The Phantom Hawk rises from the streets of Coruscant, leaving R2 and C-3PO behind. The ship ascends to the darkened on the darkened roof of a skyscraper in skeletal stage, lights off. Abandoned skyscraper, night. An unfinished floor, beams and girders only. Rose and Finn open a case, fold out their grappling cannon. Thunk, thunk. Rose bolts the gun into the concrete floor. Finn attaches a sniper scope to the muzzle of the cannon, aims at the top of the Jedi spire a quarter mile away. Ready? The grappling cannon fires. Sticks they harness in. You don't have a fear of heights, do you? It's not the height I'm afraid of. It's hitting the ground. So you'll be fine if we don't fall. They unlatch and zipline a thousand feet above the city. Jedi Temple Spire, night. Finn and Rose crash through the shattered window and unbuckle. The chamber is barely recognizable, long forgotten. First of all, this would have been great to go back to the Jedi Temple, man. Yeah, it would have been amazing. You know? So anyway, I just want to throw that in there. I don't know why they, they don't show the Jedi Temple. Like, why, why do they do this crap? It's just like it seems like everything in the new movies doesn't even regard like almost everything that happened in the prequels. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. But anyway, so go ahead. R2D2 beeps. Where the hell are we? R2, you have that message ready? All right. Leading C3PO through the decrepit courtyard at the base of the temple, a sad reminder of a better time. Ah oh, man, C-3PO, this, this doesn't look like the Jedi Temple to me. They move past oil drum fires and Kovic, Kovic's 
Covetous looks from the city's dwellers, the poorest of the poor. What do you mean I stand out, R2 beeps? Gold is not ostentatious. Ostentatious. Oh, yeah, ostentatious. Leave the vocabulary to me, you glorified mechanic. <laughs> That's a good line, a vague... actually, dude. Yeah, yeah. Leave the... A vagabond alien <laughs> steps into the front of 3PO. Several others appear from behind, rubbing their hands across his wares. Excuse me? Oh, my. A strobe light blinds them. Get away from that droid. Oh, wait, no. It's Stormtrooper voice. Yeah. Get away from the droid. Yeah. The dwellers scatter. The strobe shuts off, revealing the light, and the audio recording came from R2-D2. Thank goodness. Don't ever leave me again. R2-D2 leads them through a crumble wall inside the temple, revealing the grand entrance hall, gothic arch ceilings over a massive kyber crystal mounted like a holy sculpture. Jedi Temple Spire Knight. Rose and Finn run their fingers along the smooth walls. Rose finds a pyramid-shaped rocket. Socket. <laughs> Finn. Found one. Finn finds another identical panel across the room. He unwraps a pair of crystals, throws her one. No. 5,000-year-old kyber crystal. Very rare. You hand it to me. Sorry. They insert their crystals into the sockets. Ready? Three, two, click. The spire rumbles. The floor opens. A huge copper machine rises. Old Republic tech around a central conducting chamber. Power flows through it, humming, grand. Then it shorts out. Sparks fall. The machine goes dark. Can't be easy. Just one time. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Can't it be easy just one time? Remnicor, night. A three-tasked gronk boar squeals, struggling to run in place. The animal's eyes roll back as the living force is drained into Kylo's open hand, reducing it to a husk. Jesus, dude. Kylo opens his eyes. His face has more life, his eyes brighter, scars receded, empowered, grateful. Torvalum smiles like a parent who just taught his child to ride a bicycle. More. More! <laughs> there is no more. You have consumed all that remains. What's that? wind cuts... Sorry, go ahead. Huh? Go, go, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, a wind cuts from an ice cave beyond, a faint glow within. What's down there? A virgins. I can feel it. There's more within. Go. Kylo puts on his mask and enters. Ooh, it's getting good now, okay. The light from Kylo's red saber refracts in the vast walls. The cave is empty, but not silent. There is a sound from the darkness. Breathing. Oh, shit. From the shadow, I mean, sorry. From the shadows comes the hulking presence of Darth Vader. Kylo stands his ground, a lightsaber up, unsure what is happening. Vader ignites his own weapon, swings. Kylo blocks. Vader strikes again, unsure. Lights. Wait, what? Forcing the descendant of Skywalker to defend himself. Oh, I don't have Vader's sound here. I was gonna say. Okay, Kylo stands his ground, lightsaber up, unsure what is happening. Vader ignites his own weapon, swings. Kylo blocks. Vader strikes again, forcing the descendant of Skywalker to defend himself. It's a brutal fight, intense lightsaber combat between two iconic villains. But Kylo is no match. Vader strikes him down. He screams in pain, falls to the ground. Kylo struggles to remove his mask. Breathless, looks down at his chest wound. It no longer exists. He is alone. Kylo staggers from the cave, angry, disoriented. Where is Mortis? The well of the living force. The source of the galaxy's birth. I want to be stronger than those who came before. Where is it? Kylo's eyes are alive, hungry. You are not worthy of its power. Not yet. Kylo reaches out his arm and force holds Torvalum, delving deep into his mind. Where is Mortis. Torvalum's smile goes away. He grits his teeth, pained as Kylo probes and extracts. Release me. I see it. Betrayer, I gave you knowledge. A mountain in winter, no fall. I gave you everything. I know. You've given me so much. The light of the living force drains from Torvalum into Kylo's open hand. Thank you. 
The ancient being falls dead, reduced to a withered shell. Jesus, what? Yeah. I think he kills him too quick. That's a that's my other little beef with the script. Dude, what's with these writers just like basically creating these extremely powerful, like elusive characters like Snoke and and poor Valum and then and then Huh? Something elsewhere. Elusive. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And 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 and, yeah, not elusive. These these ridiculously powerful characters and they just die. Yeah. I by like some yeah, Torvalum, Torvalum, um... 7,000 years old, dude. What? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Nah. Well, anyways, it's cool, though. Bonadin outside Navigator's hut, night. Ray collapses, a powerful disturbance coursing through her. What is it? He's growing stronger. Poe looks around the market as if Kylo is nearby. We don't have much time. Jedi Temple Spire, night. Sparks fly as Rose welds the broken conductor into place. Will this old thing work with modern droids? You're asking me about the mechanics of a force-powered antenna? Out of your realm of expertise? Out of anyone's realm of expertise. She closes the panel, flips a rusted lever. Silence. So, is there like an on button or... Listen, listen, listen. A light ignites within the machine. Listen, Finn. If this goes sideways, I just want to say... Say what? A column of light shoots down the hollow spire. Temple spire base night. C-3PO lurches as the ground vibrates. The column of light from the spire above connects with the kyber crystal below. It glows. R2-D2 wheels next to the column of light and projects a hologram message directly into the data stream. Coruscant night. The light beams. The light beam shoots up into the sky, visible for miles. The poor and downtrodden look. The poor and downtrodden look up at the beacon, faces warmed by its light. Among them, Dade smiles, hopeful. The light leaves Coruscant and connects to a nearby planet. Was Dade the the kid that was looking at the execution happening on Coruscant? Yes. Is that the, the kid who's looking at the beheading? Yeah, I thought for a second it was the broom boy, but it's not. Oh, God, the broom boy. Yeah, whatever happened to him? I think he does show up at the end of the script. I think he is in the script. Okay. No spoilers, but... Yeah. You spoiled it! Uh... <laughs> oh, God. Deep Space, the light leaves Coruscant and connects to a nearby planet. Hills rise above a denser layer of palm jungle, atop one a thousand-year-old receiver from the Old Republic. The light hits the receiver, disappearing within. An old copper machine consumes the light. The gears spin and whirl. Monitors come to life with Arabish code. The ancient, An ancient Bendu monk rises to his feet, looks to the sky. He's been waiting for this a long time. Lights blink and flash as the machine decodes the data stream back into an image. Leia, elegant in her white robes. Mm-hmm. Peasants in a bread line look up at the light hitting the receiver in the distance. Suddenly, a nearby R4 unit droid beeps wildly and projects the hologram of Leia. This is General Leia Organa of the Resistance, she says. The receiver sends another beam of light from its core, angled on a different trajectory into the sky. Enter deep space. The beacon of light leaves the Agora system and connects to Wevet, a light blue planet further into space. So this is the moment that lights the, you know, it's like in the Last Jedi when he's talking about, like, spark the, whatever the hell he says, spark the light that will ignite the, you know, the. Re- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is the the spark that will light the fire of the rebellion or. Oh, whatever it is, this is that moment in the script, you know, like. Forgive me, I've only seen it twice. Yeah, yeah, I, I, um, so this is that moment in the script where the beacon finally starts working and this message of Leia starts like going all over the place. Right. It's a spark that will light the fire that will something. <laughs> now, now it's bugging me. Chat, what is it? Uh, the spark that would light the fire to like, it's just like, first of all, I think it's a ridiculous line. In that entire scene in The Last Jedi, I could do without. But um, I could do without all of The Last Jedi. Yeah. 
The beacon of light leaves the Agora system and connects to Wavet, a light blue planet further into the distance. Workers look up as the light hits a receiver perched on a cliff overlooking the ocean. Suddenly, every droid in the yard simultaneously projects the hologram message from Leia. The time has come to forge a path to freedom. Moncala. Cool. Mon Calamari paused to listen to the hologram emanating from several droid servers inside the floating eatery. The force of oppression have ruled our galaxy for too long, says Leia. Gria. A village of floating straw huts on water, the light hits a man-made stone tower on the horizon. We must join together and fight. Send your fastest ships. This this is a really beautiful scene. This it is. Cool. is. I, I, All so, these different planets. So, so the chat gave us the line. It's the spark that will light the fire that will that will burn the first order down. All right. I think so. Right. Yeah. That's right. I think that's right. Yeah. That right. yeah. Yeah. They played it in like every single trailer. Yeah. We must join together and fight. Send your fastest ships. Bathawi City. Muscular canine Bothans look up. Lay a hologram. All your warriors. Trandosha Plate Palace. Bosk, sitting like a sultan in his den of pleasures, turns angrily towards the hologram projected from the servant droid. Leia, our voices will not be silenced. Bosk looks out his window as the light connecting to a red rock spire in the distance. He clenches his fist. Tatooine Moisture Farm. Setting suns against a boy and his sister as the base of a vaporator tower, watching their R6 unit play the hologram. We can no longer live in the shadow of the First Order. Ray and Poe step through the dense, captivated crowd as droids project the end of the message. We must step into the light. Eclipse Destroyer Bridge. Leia stands on the bridge, watching the light connecting planets. A familiar group of resistance fighters joins her, their eyes wide and hopeful. As he approaches his ship, Kylo Ren feels the light in the sky. It's visible in the stars above. He moves a rocky overlook to a rocky overlook, closes his eyes, concentrates, holds out his hand. The rocks around him vibrate deep. The light in the sky halts, stopped by an immovable force. The light is frozen in place like a suspended laser blast, thrumming as pressure builds. Jedi Temple Spire Knight. The beam glows, grows in intensity. The receiver quakes. Something's wrong. Go! Go! Rose and Finn dive away as the ancient device explodes. The light goes dark, the fire of revolution extinguished. Leia is overcome with an ominous feeling of loss. I mean, that's the pretty hologram... powerful. That's pretty powerful yeah. that Kylo Ren could now control light. From across the galaxy, that's cool. From across the galaxy. And it's cool that the Jedi had this device. Why didn't they just activate it when Order 66 happened? Why didn't Yoda and Obi-Wan do that? Yeah. It's a good question. Instead of just like putting it in a, a little message, little hologram. Um, the holograms disappear. Ray's hope turns to alarm. We have to get to the ship. What is it? Ray is already moving, pushing through the crowd. Rosenfin climb from the rubble, coughing on dust. <coughs> you okay? They're suddenly surrounded by a trio of TIE fighters, laser cannons aimed through the open arched windows. Come on! Finn clips into the zip wire. Rose grabs on. They zip away from the tower as the temple spire explodes behind them. Oh, no. In the courtyard below... Man, hasn't enough happened to the Jedi temple? <laughs> In the courtyard below, R2-D2 and C-3PO hurry out of the collapsing temple, swallowed by a cloud of dust. Above Coruscant, Finn and Rose escape the fireball, but the TIE fighters turn and pursue them. Blasting away. Rose, draw, Rose draws her weapon and shoots at the enemy ships in midair. She shatters the front windshield of one, hitting the pilot. It spins out and crashes. Rose is grazed by a laser blast. She screams in pain. Ah! The, zip, ah! the zip line snaps as the temple spire crumbles. Rose falls into darkness. Rose! Finn swings into open floor of the unfinished skyscraper, struggles to unhook himself. The TIE fighters hover around the skeletal structure on either side and fire into it. Finn runs for his life as the blast ricochet off steel girders all around him. He slides into a stairwell under heavy fire. Bonded the night market sunset. Ray crumbles, emotional, feeling Finn's pain. Finn! She looks up at Poe, 
the crushing feeling of loss growing heavier, but Poe is looking at something behind her. Uh-oh. Hataska Ren through the separating crowd. That's cool. Ott and Laurel Wren on either side, menacing amidst the carnival lights on box lanterns. Ray rises, backing away from the oncoming Knights of Wren. Okay, I'm with you. We gotta get to the ship. She reaches for her lightsaber. Not here. Ray's, Ray eyes the children and peasants in the market. The peasants. Pose right. Pose right. They can't take more casualties. Ray clenches her fist and force pushes everything around her, a powerful concussion blast that knocks everything away, including Poe. He flies off the edge of the market wall and plunges into the water below. Ray jumps onto the dock and unhooks a razor sail, powered by a Dyson-like air cannon. Get on! Poe swims to the boat's ladder. Can, can you sail? Ray channels the force and fills the sail with a gust of wind that launches them into the bay. Bonadin Bay, sunset. Poe and Ray speed across the bay towards the landing array. This boat is very fast. Something fires from above, exploding the water all around. Ray looks up. Knife Nine speeds over the water towards them. That's, this is a cool scene. Get to the bow cannon. I'll drive. Poe takes the helm while Ray activates the laser harpoon mounted on the front. She blasts away at Knife Nine while Poe steers them towards the Falcon's docking array. Hataska Ren pilots with the cold precision. Jadek, Ott, and Laurel sit in surrounding cockpit chairs. The razor sail now takes fire from all sides. Ray thinks fast, turns the harpoon, and shoots the sail cord. She reaches out to Poe. Hold on! Poe joins her and holds on tight. The disconnected sail lifts them up like parasailers onto the first revolving landing pad of the docking array. The razor sail hits the shore and explodes. Knife Nine banks away from the explosion, but turns right around. They're not done yet. Landing platform, sunset. Chewbacca is waiting by the ship. Chewie, we drew some attention. An adjacent landing pad lowers into view. Knife Nine rests on it. The four Knights of Ren stand ominously up front, their platform rising even with the Falcons. Ray activates her lightsaber. Stand back. Ray leaps onto their landing pad and takes them on, spinning and striking fast, outmatched but relentless. Poe and Chewbacca unload their blasters at Jadek, who deflects with skill firing a pistol with one free hand. Ray fights Hataska, lightsaber versus darksaber, the, then force pushes him off the edge of the landing array. He falls 50 feet to the next pad below. Otto, Ott and Laurel stay on her, moving in coordination, an unseen hive communication keeping their deadly attacks in sync. Poe and Chewie can't get a shot in on Jadak. His blaster fires fast, fully automatic. Poe is grazed. He screams in pain. On Ray and the Knights. Ray hears Poe's scream. It brings rage. She kicks Laurel away, buying a moment of one-on-one -on -one with Ott. She slices through him, dropping him cold. Then she spins on Laurel, reaches out, and Force pulls him into her lightsaber, impaling him. A ghostly screech as Hataska returns, swinging wildly. Ray disconnects her double saber and blocks his strike, one saber blade still impaled in Laurel's chest, the other clenched with Hataska. Beneath the falcon, Chewbacca peppers Jadak Ren oh, with Bowcaster fire. Not to interrupt, but that's right. Like We forget, because we're so used to Ray. this entire time she's been fighting with a double-bladed lightsaber. Yeah. Until this that's scene, cool. where she impales the guy... And then she separates her saber. Starkiller style. Starkiller style, and now it's a single-bladed saber. Chewbacca peppers the Jadic, Jadic Ren with bowcaster fire. Jadic struggles to deflect the shots while Chewbacca advances. He reaches Jadic, grabs him by the neck, and hurls him off the landing pad. Then he lifts his bowcaster and fires, hitting Jadic in midair like a clay pigeon. Hataska strikes at Ray. Brutal swings, his dark saber barking when it hits the concrete. He grazes her. She drops her lightsaber and falls back, unarmed. Hataska stands over her, raises his darksaber for the kill. When he does, Ray gets a good look at his mask. Force back vision to dark figures in the rain, voices screaming, lightning flashes revealing Hataska. Oh, cool. Okay, so this is the force back vision from The Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah, like, what the hell happened to that? Like, well, it reveals that that was Hataska. No, but I mean in the actual movies now, the the three. What, like, where was that scene? 
what did that scene have to do with anything? Right, right. The this vision stir this vision st- stirs a deep vengeful anger in Ray, one she can't yet explain but knows to be true. Hitaska brings his saber down, but she extends her good hand, teeth clenched, eyes burning. Purple force lightning flows from her fingertips. Hitaska Ren's full f- skull clashes within his helmet as the electricity destroys him. The body falls, smoking. Ray rises. Poe and Chewbacca are watching her, disturbed. I. I had no choice. Um, it's okay. Jedi do that, right? I've seen that mask before. All of them. Poe and Chewie head for the Falcon, but Ray does not follow. Ray, let's go. No, you can't go where I'm going. What are you talking about? This was the plan. The Resistance needs you. Finn and Rose need you. Ray, get on the ship, please. You have to leave this place. I'm not leaving you. Ray knows what she has to do hates it. You will leave this place and go back to help the Resistance. I'm not. I'm not. No, yeah, sorry. I'm not. Don't do this. She approaches Poe, delicately brushes her fingertips over his bleeding forehead. You will leave this place and go back to help the Resistance. No, you you can't. Poe feels his mind slipping away from him. You will leave this place and go back to help the Resistance. I, I have to leave this place I have to help the resistance. Poe turns and walks up the ramp. Chewbacca follows BB-8. Chewbacca follows. BB-8 looks up at Ray, ever faithful. She purposefully, she's purposefully cold. Go! Beep, beep, beep. BB-8 beeps mournfully and follows them on board. Ray watches the Falcon's ramp rises, obscuring Poe and Chewbacca from her sight. Strangely, as it closes, Poe holds up a hand goodbye, his sentence breaking through the mind trick. The falcon rises into the sky, Ray's sorry robes whipping in the wind. Knife nine, sunset. Ray and oh, she takes their ship. Ray enters the cockpit, places Nomi's hand-drawn map on the console, rests her lightsaber on top of it. Her left hand is cut and bleeding. She wraps it with the sash from her sart. Why doesn't she just heal herself? Then removes the civilian robes to reveal the black warrior's clothing beneath. She catches her reflection in the mirror. A Jedi. Knife Nine rises into the air and rockets into space. Tie Silencer, night. Kylo Ren leaves Remnicor's or- orbit, mask off. A hologram, a holocom transmission from Hux appears on his dash. Are you in a supreme leader? Oh, my, no, you're... I uh, did Hux before, yeah, but you I... want to do Hux so we have a little back and sure. forth? Sure, sure. Supreme leader, the resistance attempted to override the communications blockade. Do you really not know who stopped them? Hux's face betrays him. He didn't know. Such treachery cannot stand. We must respond swiftly. Our empire is strong. Show them. Your absence emboldens them. Emboldens them. If you've required, if you've acquired the power you seek, show it. Snoke was right about you, Hux. Without faith, you serve only yourself. Kylo shuts the holocom off, sets new coordinates manually, blasts into light speed. Eclipse destroyer, bridge, space, internal. Leia looks out at the blue swirl of hyperspace. I'll do conics, you can do look, Leia. Okay. General! General, we're approaching the rendezvous point. Leia makes a decision. Prepare an Imperial shuttle. I'll need a valid code clearance. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. We can't do that to Leia. You gotta do that light again, dude. <laughs> well, how am I supposed to be Leia? She's like, she's like what, 50? <laughs> no. Or 60? No, she's more like 80, right? Like 75, 80? Yeah, okay, Prepare. Like 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prepare an Imperial <laughs> Shadow. I'll need a... I'm like, I, what, what do you want me to do? No, no, just do it how you were doing it before when you were uh, doing Leia. How was I doing it before? You were doing it kind of like, like Ray, but a little older. Prepare an Imperial shuttle. I'll need a valid code clearance. That's good. That's good. All right. All right. But we're light years from... Yes, General. Connix exits, leaving Leia alone. She removes the General's bars from her robes, pulls a hood over her head. Luke. He's in pain. She responds to Luke as if he speaks to her often. I feel it, too. Luke's Force Ghost steps forward at her side. 
He'll soon be more powerful than our father. Okay, so I'll do Leia here so we can do back and forth, right? Right, okay. All right, go, go, go ahead. Because this is actually a very important scene. This is my, You're next. This is my favorite dialogue in the movie is this scene. Let's start it again yep. from He's in Pain. So you do Luke. He's in pain. I feel it too. He'll soon be more powerful than our father. So will she. She feels too much. Love. Anger. Don't we all? This is why the Jedi live in isolation. The pain of loss only leads to the dark side. I've lost everything and everyone, but I'd still choose to love. Leia regards her brother missing this, this, Just to stop it here for a second, this is my favorite line in this whole script. Because I think that this is what the movie's all about. This, to me, was the most powerful thought in this script, is Leia saying, and this is, like, I think the best kind of middle finger to Last Jedi, but also almost justifying The Last Jedi, like, in a weird way, which is, I've lost everything and everyone but I'd still choose to love. Like poking fun at the fact that Luke just got a little bit of trouble and decided to disappear, you yeah. know? Which is not the Luke that we know, right? That's all, That's our big beef with The Last Jedi. Well, this this script and, this, and the actual Episode Nine script that we got, Rise of Skywalker, pokes a lot of fun at Episode Eight. Yeah. I've lost... Because it was bullshit. Yeah. I've lost everything full, full and everyone, but I'd still choose to love. Yeah. Leia regards her brother missing him. Trust her instincts. She may not... Trust her instincts. She may not follow the path of the Jedi, but she's our only Finn's, hope. Finn sneaks out of the skyscraper, bleeding, disoriented. Voices echo, flashlights searching for him. Bearings lost. Down the valley, stormtroopers on... ATLTs, single rider walkers, scan the dark with floodlights. A small light up ahead, he ducks into the shadow. A stormtrooper, RK-514, approaches, scanning the tunnel with his blaster-mounted flashlight. Finn appears behind him, shoves a handheld device in the back of his neck, and stuns him. The stormtrooper collapses. Finn confiscates his weapon and holds him at blaster point. Oh, my Finn. Yeah. Look at me. The stormtrooper moans, half-conscious. Take off your helmet. The trooper follows the order, his eyes scarred, scared, disillusioned, vulnerable. What do you remember? How far back? Huh? Do you remember when you were taken? Remember your parents? I... I don't know. Yeah, you do. You remember everything. Conditioning camp, blind fires. It was... It was training. That's what they tell you. Finn's face finds the light. RK-514 recognizes him. You're him, the traitor. That's right. We're brothers, all of us. Finn tosses the stormtrooper's helmet out of reach. Give me your comm link. RK-514 hands him his first order comm. It's not what they said. It's not what they said it would be, is it? The things we're ordered to do? It's not right. RK-514 takes that in, torn, breaking. You had a name once. Do you remember it? He shakes his head, no. Get a name. That's the first step. Finn shoulders RK-514's blaster and kicks open a sewer grate. Then, then what? Find something worth fighting for. Finn drops into the dark sewer, leaving RK-514 changed. Chancellor Huck stands over a prisoner strapped to a vertical torture rack. <laughs> All right. I gotta do Hawks now. You do Rose. Hawks. Yeah. All right. Ugh, God. Are you done with that? Yeah. Let's go. Are you comfortable? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Are you comfortable? Yeah, I have one of these at home. <laughs> that's, that's actually pretty funny. You changed yeah. the stolen destroyer signature code so we wouldn't trace it. Give me the new codes. You know. They told me to pick something easy to remember, like Life Day, but... You think this is funny? Very well. Hux hold out, holds out his hand, shuts his eyes, concentrating deep. Are you... Are you trying to use the Force on me? Be quiet! Oh, no, see, you're not special. I mean, at all. 
Shut up! He calms his fury, restraining himself. We have other ways to extract information. <laughs> that's so funny. He tries to use the force. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Hux opens a... That's epic, dude. Yeah. Hux opens a blast door to reveal an electric torch device, new tech, built to work quickly. Rose braces for a more painful kind of defiance. Olaforn, Dawn. Leia's shuttle descends among plumes of earth-hued steam shooting up like skyscrapers from surface cracks. Aliens soak in sulfur baths, sweating from the steam. A trio of drunken First Order officers stumbled down a side street on leave to hold up the Blitz Third, singing. Sing it how my mother sang it. A white-robed figure walks past them. We glimpse Leia's face as she, remove, as she maneuvers through the enemy's midst. She eyes an unmarked door lit by a single lamp. When the coast is clear, she heads in. Classy, smoke-filled, lampshades on every table, no customers left, only alien servers cleaning up and cashing out. A slovenly band manager divides up credits between a pair of quad-armed zextos at the two pianos on stage. The servers leave their night's take to be counted by the owner, Lando Calrissian, 70, smooth as ever. Leia's shadows fall over the pile of credits. A man Leia. in his element. Lando looks up, smiles big. Leia! Lando is quickly on his feet, brings her hand to his lips. All right, all right. The band manager eyes them from the stage. You shouldn't be seen here. For your sake or mine? Both. The clientele are mostly first order, but what can I do? The grip of this empire is tighter than the last. Smuggling's a matter of life and death. I need your help. Leia. We need ships, pilots. You know every smuggler in the galaxy. Look, I promised Han I'd take care of you if something happened. Oh, you'd take care of me? I know you deserve better, but helping your new friends crash into the First Order's machine isn't what would have he would have wanted. Lando, the galaxy needs you. Lando eyes something of concern on the car cabaret floor. A trio of stormtroopers talking to the skeezy band manager. They look up in Lando's direction. He takes Leia's hand and heads for a private elevator. Remind me to never make promises. Lando brings Leia to her shuttle, ready for departure. You need to go. I can't protect you here. Come with me. Fight with us. We won a war once already. That good did... What good did that do? We proved it could be done. Leia, I'd do anything for you. Lando puts a loving hand on Leia's cheek, leans forward and kisses her tenderly on the forehead. I'm sorry. In the shuttle, Leia watches Lando grow small as the shuttle flies away, his cape dusting behind him. Ray... Help us. Ray drops out of light speed to find herself in swirling clouds, half red, half blue, an ominous and violent atmosphere surrounding a black circle, the galactic void. Suddenly, the navigational equipment blinks out. The ship rattles, alarms sound. They brace, Ray braces herself, recalculates for light speed, and makes the jump into the void. The stars streak into infinite straight lines ahead, then twist and bend as she passes through the black hole. Ray's face becomes an echo of itself in 15 places at once like the microwave on Oct2. Like the, mir <laughs> like the mirror cave on Oct2. <laughs> yeah, Luke making a burrito in his microwave on Oct2. Nearly subliminal flashbacks. Finn taking her hand on Jakku. Han Solo handing her a blaster on Takodana. Kylo reaching into her mind on Starkiller Base. Leia smiling fondly on her return to Dakar. Luke taking the lightsaber on Oct2. Snoke snarling at her in the moments before his death, Poe yelling out her name on Bonadin, Hataska Ren's force-electrified mask, until it all stops. Ray opens her eyes. There <clears throat> is a planet ahead, no stars visible around it, only deep black. Heavy clouds swirl over one-third. Another third is a rich green, another orange and red. Suddenly the power drops out. Lights on the dashboard go dark. The ship goes into freefall. Mortis, Western Woods, Day. 
Knife Nine skims over treetops and crash lands in a riverbed. Tiny fish leap out of the water and run away. I mean, Ray pries can, herself. Can I stop you here for a second? Yeah. Doesn't it make sense that the Skywalker saga would end the saga of good and of good and evil, of dark and light, of the Force would end where the Force started on Mortis? Yeah. Like this makes like this movie. Yeah, it's got its problems. I don't love the Ray stuff uh, with uh, with Poe. Uh, Tor volume gets done like a little be you know like like a little be yeah, you know like a little pee boy but <laughs> but it's consistent at least a little bit more with Star Wars like you know we'll keep going here but you know anyway it, it just felt like the effort to you know to make this a true Star Wars movie is pretty obvious in it it's there yeah 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 no it's cool I don't know about the part where where Luke says that. Kylo is going to be stronger than their father. Right. It's kind of weird. Right. Just uh, just Ray to give Price. you a little warning on time, we are we are we we just hit the hour mark. We're at the hour marks. Okay, so let's continue next week. Yeah, I mean we can we can maybe end this scene. Um, sure, let's end the scene. Yeah. Ray pries herself out of the wreckage and sloshes to land. She looks back at the smoking ship. No turning back. She hikes into the leafy forest, summer turning to fall at an accelerated pace around her. That's weird. The trees clear to a steep ledge, a towering mountain ahead, a temple barely visible at the summit. The valley below is alive with autumnal oranges, yellows, and red. Autumn's my favorite season. Same. I like summer, too, spring. actually. I like summer, too. I like them all. I like I them mean, all, dude. I love honest. spring, yeah. and I love uh, Christmas. I love, like, the holidays, you know, uh, winter. But you don't really get... You don't you don't get weather you don't get seasons over there do you? Well, I mean, I lived in New York City for 22 years. So okay, so yeah, you get seasons. Yeah, you get seasons. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. She journeys on. Uh, Kylo's silencer lands in a clearing of dead trees. No leaves on the branches, covered in snow. See, I love this up at the, because you got the the imagery. Yeah, you it's got so Ray opposite. lands on one side, Kylo lands on the other. You know what I yeah. mean? Like. And his side is like dead and barren, and hers is like full of life with fish. And yeah, it's it's cool. They they really they really know what they're doing. Kylo silencer lands in a clearing of dead trees. No leaves on the branches, covered in snow. It's like cold and ice. He looks up at the mountain ahead. Visibility is low. A nature stone bridge, a natural stone bridge over a deep precipice. Precipice, <laughs> tall granite on either side, vaguely shaped into primitive faces. It feels like a gate. A whisper on the wind swirls around him, fluttering his cape in the air. The force is strong here. He journeys on. Cut to Coruscant. All right, so now and we're, we're so gonna now we're gonna there. get like a big Coruscant, like fight scene, you know, with like everybody that's not a Jedi. Um, yeah. And if I own this movie and I'm watching it for the fourth time, this is probably where you start to fast forward a little bit, you know. Oh, really? Okay. A little bit, a little bit, because, you know, you want to get, like, you're, we're getting closer and closer to the moment of truth. We only have about 40 pages of the script left. Yeah. So when they land on this planet, on the planet of Mortis. That's interesting. During the we're, third we, act. We get we get through 40 pages per per stream that we do, because we're on page 80 now. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, we, we, uh, we're, we're into the third act. And, like, look, if you guys want, we'll finish it next week. I mean, we only got. Yeah, you guys down for that? I don't know. It seems like there's nobody in the chat. <laughs> no, dude. This, I'm just this kidding. is my lowest stream. I'm just kidding. I've, no, ever, no. I've ever had in years. No, the chat's been the it's chat's been lively. debilitating. The chat's been lively the whole time, and I appreciate it. Um. Sam Witwer voice acts in Rule of Two game, please. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Obi-Wan Kenobi, thank you for becoming a new member. Lord Morgoth Gaming says, It would be cool if the story model was similar to the Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts? Birth by Sleep. Yeah, it's a cool game. Seven individual stories leading to climax. So interesting. i got to check that out. Thanks, Lord Morgoth. Yeah, no, we, got a lot says, of what do we got a lot of support for finishing the script next week, man. What do you think Lucasfilm would be like if Lucas didn't sell the company? Lucas had sold for financial reasons. No way. Did Lucasfilm need Disney? No way, dude. I'm pretty sure George just sold it because people were assholes to him. Look, I'm going to drop a bomb on here right now. Yeah. Okay? 
There's been I've been talking to a lot of folks that worked at a certain company that uses three letters to describe itself, okay? Otherwise known as, you know, three letters, right? Island. And um, there was a lot of folks that left that company after George left. Um, not right away, because everybody wanted to see... First of all, it's the best job in the world, working at that company. Yeah. That was my dream job when I was six years old. But they wanted to see how things went, right? But after yeah. Force Awakens, there was a little bit of a disillusionment um, at that yeah. company. And if yeah. you look at that company nowadays versus what it meant before, it doesn't mean the same things, you know? Like, you have Weta Workshop, uh, who does um, Alita Battle Angel, which I thought was excellent. And a lot of people yeah, think cool. that they have better special effects, you know? Um, you look at, and I don't know exactly who did the special effects for the Avengers Endgame film, but I don't think it was that company. I think it was ILM. Was it? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I mean, but like, I just feel like that company doesn't, because like back in the day, it was them and then everybody else, you know? Like, yeah. there was no, like. I think they're still at the top, no? I don't know, man. Like, I, I you don't think so. I, I'm into this world because currently we're looking to hire somebody to come uh, help us out with a few things, and we're looking for special effects wizards. Um, and I don't know if the sentiment is that anymore. But anyway, you know, let let's let's move on. But to answer your yeah. guy's question, like, how would Lucasfilm be if George was still there? I think that the motivational factor for striving for not only excellence, but striving for doing stuff that nobody had ever done before would still be at the center of it, where I don't yeah. see that as the main mission anymore. Yeah, I agree. It's different now. Love your content, bro. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Luke. You should do a video on Darth Revan and Malak. Sure. Thank you, Revan. Uh, did I miss the light seppuku? What's that? Ketsuban Solo. That's it for the Super Chats, guys. Thank you for joining us today. We will catch you in next week's stream where we'll continue the stream. We'll finish the script. And, um, yeah, love you all. Thanks for joining. Thank See you guys you. next week. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. That was a little fast. You, you caught me off guard. Are we, are we logging off? We're logging off, dude. All right, dude. So you got you to gotta give it to them. You got to give the people what they want. All right. Rise, my friends. My boy.